Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Kyle Bierman. I'm the pastor of First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, New Mexico, and director of Replanter Development for the North American Mission Board. And today I am joined by, well, a couple of special guests, but my co-host for today is none other than my son, Noah Bierman. Say hi, Noah. Hello. So uh, Noah is joining me to co-host this thing because Matt is at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary this week working on a Doctor of Ministry seminar. And uh, so we're, we're obviously proud to be sponsored by Southwestern, and, and we're praying for Matt this week as he is there, I believe, in a preaching uh, seminar this week as he's working on his Doctor of Ministry. Uh, Noah, what is happening in your world, bud? You don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, no. Homeschooling. Homeschooling and yeah, Fortnite. Yep. That is that it, is your it would life. Bore all of you. And musicals. Right? Oh my goodness! I talk about your musical on here. Oh, right? you gotta you gotta plug Which Alice. One? You gotta pl- we've talked about both of them. You gotta plug Alice in Winterland. Oh gosh, we've had I think two rehearsals now. Okay, maybe. And you are. Ralph the Decorator. Ralph the Decorator. You don't hear my name at all, though. Oh, that's interesting. So it's just like, we'll give you a name, but we don't know your name. Okay. Awesome. Well, today we are also, um, Noah and I are joined by a church member here at First Baptist Church of Alamogordo, um, but who is so much more than just a church member. And this, uh, we are joined today by Dusty Marshall. Um, so Dusty, uh, welcome to the show. We're gl- glad to have you on here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into our topic for the day of why, why we brought you on the show. Um, well, uh, I'm a nerd. Uh, would probably be the biggest way to, to start all this out. But my background that kind of got me here in Alamogordo was I was originally an atheist as a teenager through high school, uh, came to accept Christ. And as I did all that, I felt the call to go into ministry and pastor a church in my hometown for about four years, did collegiate ministry through the Baptist Convention in New Mexico after that, and realized I should probably work on a seminary degree after I got my bachelor's. So I went to Southwestern to work the on The Southwestern Baptist the Theological Southwestern Seminary. Baptist Theological <laughs> seminary. Uh, we were over there for quite a while, and as it turns out, if, uh, if you're kind of slow going on your de- your degree uh, your wife gets hers before you do okay. so uh, she got her mace degree from southwestern and we had some life changes and things happened and we made the decision to move here to alamogordo new mexico uh, and now i'm actually attending gateway and that's kind of where we're at but it's all my in-laws that have kind of brought us here and, and yeah. a business venture that uh, i'm involved in with all the nerd culture and things that i do there and being the comic book geek and larper that i am so all right that's, that's how we're here cool so, so on today's episode, we are talking about something that uh, maybe some of our listeners are familiar with, maybe maybe some of them not, um, and that is uh, LARPing in general. Uh, LARPing is live action role play. So, um, think uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings, um, with giant foam swords in, <laughs> in in real life, right? Yeah, yeah. That, you could probably sum it up that okay. way. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, and uh, but but amped guard in in particular, we're going to talk about um, just kind of that that culture, which uh, Dusty affectionately refers to as nerd culture, and and evangelism in uh, nerd culture. And you know, you know what's good to have Noah when when you're doing evangelism. I'm scared when, when you're telling somebody about Jesus. What's a, what's a good thing for you to have? Bible. A Bible. That's right. And <laughs> we prefer. The Christian Standard Bible. We are proud to be sponsored by the CSB. Thank you for that segue, Noah. The, we don't have a script. 
We are uh, we are grateful to be sponsored by the CSB, uh, a translation that is faithful and accurate. And we encourage you to check out csbible.com after the show. All right, Dusty. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk nerd culture. Sure. Just a bit. How did you get involved with Amped Guard with LARPing? How, how did how did that come about? Um, so I was in junior high in Hobbs, New Mexico. And while I was there, we I loved comic books, and we had a comic book store, uh, the comic shop just down the street from the, the junior high I attended. So instead of riding the bus to go home, I would walk to the comic book shop okay. and just read comics. And from there, I started helping the owner organize his comics and his backlogs and all these things for free just because I'm that kind of nerd. Okay. And lo and behold, one weekend I'm sitting up there and a bunch of guys come in dressed in this medieval type looking clothes and these weird foam weapons. And so this was probably about 1996. Okay. And they come in and I, I don't know what's going on. They smell weird. They look weird. And they're very <laughs> excited about what is ever, whatever has happened. And I just decided I would start playing football uh, at the junior high. Okay. So as they're coming in, I can't help but make fun of them every time I see them and just this weird stuff that they're carrying and holding. And they're trying to explain to me this game called Amp Guard that started uh, 1983 in El Paso, Texas. And they're like, this is what we do. We make foam weapons and we hit each other with them and we have a lot of fun and we play all these games. So as they came around, I went, that's really weird. And I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But then they started wanting to start a park, a group in our hometown in Hobbs. So they're making these weapons, they're choosing these colors for their for their group and, and what they're going to name the group and all these things. And I got to take part in that. So I helped name the group and choose the heraldry colors and all these things until finally one guy said, look, you come out in the parking lot, grab one of my swords, and we're going to fight. And if you beat me, make fun of us all you want. If you don't, you have to come out and try the game. Okay. And so we went out in the parking lot, and lo and behold, he beat me a lot. <laughs> so I ended up going out to the park that following weekend uh, on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, I just fell in love with it and, and started playing it ever since. Uh, and that was a period of time in my life to where I, I didn't believe God existed. I didn't have any of that type of influence in my life. So a lot of them didn't believe in God either, so there just was no... Christian connection in, in any context so I really got into a lot of the weird this is cool and I get to be different and I can stand out and and that's really kind of what yeah. got me into it to begin with so then what let's talk about your coming to faith in Christ sure. then because I mean it doesn't sound like you were looking for for God <laughs> looking for a relationship with him so, yeah. so how, how did that happen in your life so by the time I hit high school I I love debate and I wanted to join the high school debate team and I went and tried out for that um and as I got on the debate team, there was a few friends uh, that I made through our team that were believers. Hmm. And they had their youth group that they went to, and they went to all the things that were there, and they constantly invited me to all the stuff. But I was an atheist, and I thought their religious beliefs were stupid, and this is just not how yeah. normal people and logical thinking people can't think this way. So I started researching all these things. I started reading Richard Dawkins. I started going through all the resources that he had through his books and other stuff you could reference of why God couldn't exist, because I wanted to build an entire debate case to disprove the existence of God. Okay. And as I went through all of that, the more I dug and the more I researched, the more I ended up having to read the Bible because that's part of just good research you know, methods. You know, read, 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 you know, research what you're you know, trying to argue against. Right. I realized there's something to this and that slowly grew that I couldn't find 
any actual evidence that God didn't exist. I could only find theory that maybe he doesn't exist. Okay. And then I found stronger evidence that God actually does, exist, or at least a creator existed. And then that just kind of snowballed. And my friends kept inviting me to church and I kept going to youth groups and I kept hearing the gospel. And uh, we went to a youth night weekend and the guy who was preaching literally presented the gospel at that moment. Uh, I remember I was in tears and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but for some odd reason, I know God's real. Yeah. And, and and so I went and talked to him and started kind of getting discipled that way and came to faith and still kept playing the silly game called Amp Guard. Okay. How does Amp Guard give you opportunities to share the gospel? In a, quite a few ways. Currently, I've been playing it now for over 22 years. So currently, those opportunities is a lot of people have heard throughout the nation um, that know me or know friends of mine. Hey. Dusty, or they call me in the game Smiley. Smiley's a pastor. Smiley's a minister. If you have these religious questions, go talk to him. So I'll get a lot of that stuff, uh, but a lot of the things really just come up that people don't believe. I'll interact with them, and I ha- I don't hide my faith. I'm, I'm very vocal about it. I just live out my faith the way that I believe we should and willingly try to find people to talk about. Um, and while I was at Southwestern, Dr. Matt Queen, he you know taught us and I had his evangelism class and really just came to looking for any opportunity so as soon as somebody would ask a question 90% of the time they're not a believer they're of some other religion and we would just go into it and go well this is exactly what I believe this is exactly what the gospel is this is who Jesus is and what he's done for us and through the cross and his resurrection and people just constantly will come and ask those questions or they'll have life struggles and they'll go you know I feel like you might be able to handle this or you've probably done some counseling before. And so there's just a plethora of options. Um, So probably about five to six times a week, I get to sit and evangelize to somebody in some type of context because of that. Wow. Um, What are the unique challenges that you've encountered? Um, being being a part of a, a culture that, is, that that a lot of people would look at and say is anti-biblical, sure. right? So, so what are what are some of the unique challenges maybe that you faced in um, in sharing the gospel in yeah. Ampedguard or even outside of Ampedguard? Well, the the two challenges that I faced is one because because of that exactly like I said it's something different you know yeah. uh, a lot of people don't know about it or haven't experienced it especially in the church so when somebody in the church finds out oh you play this game that there's something wrong here so yeah. i've had to face that and kind of combat against that and basically simply explain as 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 a, as a, you know people who follow christ and as christians who look at ministry opportunities this is probably one of the largest untapped resources in the united states yeah. any of us could possibly think yeah. of. So why would we not try to put ourselves in, you know, in front of these people and, and, and be that example and, and be willing to tell them about Christ? Yeah. Inside of AmpGuard itself, it can get kind of weird because there are so many different belief systems out there um, from people who uh, believe in Christ, per se, and that he was a good teacher and a good man, but they don't believe that there's really any salvific issues, anything that he could have done to save them and that their salvation's solely through whatever they do right. to multiple different denominations. And uh, and then, like I so said, you get into some just different religions that even I would 
I never even knew about. Uh, <laughs> like Odinism became something that I ended up finding out about because I play Amp Guard yeah. and having some friends that 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 adhere to that and had some wonderful yeah. conversations and grow through yeah. that. I, I found out about that through prison ministry. Yeah, that was exactly, a, yeah. that was a pri- yeah. There's some guys that worship Thor. Say what? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's uh, a thing. Which I've so. had two conversations that front. I've had friends of mine that you know that's what they believe and they 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 say you know we adhere to the concepts of what Odinism is. Yeah. And I've had another guy that said no, I believe Thor and Odin are actually real. So wow. then you're having to kind of work through some of these things, but that becomes the the hardest thing is just meeting somebody where they're at yeah. and letting them be able to say what they need to say and letting them be able to be who they are at that moment and, and show them that, look, it doesn't matter where you are at the moment. Christ will and is willing to meet you exactly where you are. I'm yeah. not asking you to be any different. I'm not asking you to have a different conversation with me. I'm asking you to be you while we have this conversation. Yeah. And a lot of people will come up because they've had bad experiences either in church or in family or something and go, I'm really afraid to say anything to you, but I have some questions. Yeah. And so just being very open and honest with them is, is probably the, the greatest thing that yeah. you can do. Have you encountered any, or, or what has your experience been as a serving as a pastor and still being involved in, in, in amped guard LARPing. How, how have those two things meshed or, or have they not very well? Okay. <laughs> not very well at all. Um, no, I've had, uh, I've had numerous questions, um, through just throughout the whole time I've been doing all these things and they, they don't mesh very well at the right. moment uh, and I think that's because of a lot of lack of understanding a lot of people will have the concept of oh it's this sword and sorcery stuff so you're actually practicing true magic and yeah. Wiccan and blah 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 and, yeah. and I have to explain like that's not actually what's going on it's it's kind of like playing Monopoly none of us really own a Monopoly it's okay <laughs> but uh, but it's the, it's the Harry Potter discussion yeah, yeah, exactly. right yeah. Uh, you're, you're reading about I mean you're reading about witchcraft which obviously means you're trying to practice, practice it. And in this case, you're actually playing <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, right? So, <laughs> um, so you, you have, you have those things and, um, but all of you said, I think there's some, I think there's something good that comes out of that. When you hear church members that are so concerned and so convicted that we want to make sure what's going on is glorifying to God and you're our pastor. And if our pastor's not glorifying God and what he's doing in his life, we, we, we need to reevaluate what we're doing. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think that's a good thing that, that also holds me accountable. That holds me in check that, that any temptations that are constantly thrown in your way in environments like this, you, you're constantly reminded that you serve, you know, God and you're there for a greater purpose than yeah. yourself. So those are good things, but it can be a struggle sometimes. Um, I've, I've applied at churches and became the, the, the last candidate that they're ready to call, you know, and, and say, can you come in view of a call? And we get that last meeting and there's one person's like, hey, we were looking at your Facebook and you wear some funny clothes apparently and have these, uh, you know, these kind of Nerf swords or whatever they are. And what exactly do you do? And you have that discussion and then they go... Yeah, we can't we can't do that. You can't. Mm. We're not gonna hire you as our pastor. Uh, mm. To people just getting in and knockdown dragout fights, going, you know, God can do anything He wants to do, but not there. Mm. Um, I've honestly had that exact discussion wow. that you know, if God wants them to come to belief, if God wants them to come and hear the gospel, they'll come to you. You don't have to go yeah. to them. And everything in me screams, you know, from all the missionary classes you've had and everything else, going, that's not how this works. Yeah, yeah. No, have this, you read this the of Babel. I mean, this, yeah. this is a this is a huge 
uh, it sounds like untapped mission field. It is. I'll right? probably go as far as you know, probably you know, upper upper to maybe ninety percent of those who play these foam fighting games and these LARP type of games because Amcart's not the only one. There's there's tons of them uh, are not believers in yeah. any context. Uh, I've honestly had conversations here in the United States of people that were born in the United States that have never heard about Jesus, have never been inside of a church, mm. and have never uh, opened or ha- held a Bible in their entire life. That I've had an honest conversation when I said, "Well, you know, I believe in Jesus," and they go. Yeah, I'm honestly not sure who that is. And I'm, I'm, wow. I'm kind of taken back. Like, I live in the United States. There's yeah. a church on every corner. What do you mean you don't know? And yeah. they'll explain their story. And, you know, their, their grandparents uh, didn't like what their parents believed. And so they ended up, you know, making sure that their kids didn't, didn't have anything to do with wow. it. And then their parents became very staunch atheists. And they literally insulated their children. And now here they are playing Amcard because that's where a majority of people that don't believe are at with inside of hmm. the nerd culture. And they go... I couldn't tell you anything about Jesus. I couldn't wow. tell you anything about the church. I don't even know what a Bible honestly looks wow. like. Um, that that pops your Bible belt bubble pretty quick, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it honestly <laughs> shocks you because at that point you kind of like, you're kidding. I mean, you're just yeah. you got to be joking. But, uh, <laughs> There's, this is not possible. Yeah, but right? I've had that conversation probably about, about five times, and uh, um, good things have actually come out of all of those from from them no longer being atheists to at least being agnostic, opening their idea to go. Yeah. Surely something is out there. I agree. Yeah. To some of them going. You know what? I, I want to go to church. I want to see what this is honestly about. Yeah. I've never experienced it. So you, you have all those things that, that kind of run yeah. the gamut. If a listener is interested in knowing a bit more about Amcard or LARPing, where can they find out more info? So you can go to ampedguard.com. And uh, let me spell this out for you because it's not spelled naturally. It's A-M-T-G-A-R-D.com. And you can go through there, and that will be able to list stuff where parks are at, uh, the rule books are, um, pictures, photos, all those types of things. And you can you can find all that information there. You can do a generalized search on Facebook and find all kinds of amp guard groups. Uh, right now, it covers uh, all through the United States into Hawaii and Alaska. And I think the, we have a couple of groups overseas in South Korea. And somebody's going to scream at me, I'm sure, once they hear this podcast, and say it's not right, uh, over in Croatia, I think. Okay. Um, and usually those are military bases that somebody played and got stationed over there. Okay. So, uh, and then we have a large group also in Canada. Okay. That's sitting up there. Cool. And and they're not just in major cities. No. I no. mean, because here now in Magordo, I know there's a there's a decent group that that meets every Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. We we have about probably fifteen to twenty people that come yeah. out um, every Sunday uh, afternoon uh, about two o'clock. Which obviously for for you those who love to go to church, <laughs> it's really easy. Uh, it becomes hard when you're a pastor and they're like, Hey, man, can we meet at noon? No, that's that's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do that. But uh, then you also have others that meet on Saturdays. So yeah. uh, it just kind of depends on where you're at. Um, no community is really um, specific or, or exactly what a community needs to be to have a group like that. Yeah. So they you might have one in your hometown. Yeah, and and so that that's good to know. Ampcard.com. We'll put that in the show notes um, because. Listener, you may be surprised to find out that there is an AmpGuard, uh, what a club? What are they? Are, um, uh, so AmpGuard as a whole you, is a is a nonprofit organization. Okay, um, and so we just call them. We always call them parks because we're always meeting at okay. a park somewhere okay. in town. But for the the twenty plus years I've been playing, that's what I always heard. You know, what is your park? You know, okay. Um, so there may, there may very well be an AmpGuard park near you. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Now, now, Dusty, let's say 
that, that a pastor, you know, he, he finds out there's a group, man, this is awesome. I want to get involved. Yeah. I need a sword and I need, <laughs> I need a shield. Do, do you happen to know anywhere where they could get um, uh, swords or, or amped guard paraphernalia? So as the saying goes, I know a guy. Um, <laughs> no. So what, what Kyle's alluding to is I own a small business that's called Smiling Foam Works. And I make foam swords and foam shields and foam arrows and all this stuff for these type of foam fighting games that we sell all across the nation. Um, we and, and I think right now we've we probably have product in, I think, uh, 25 to 30 states uh, that we've mailed out to. And so if you wanted a sword um, and you wanted a shield or you were warning, man, what could something like that cost if, if somebody else built it for me, you can always check out our website at smilingfoamworks.com and see what we have. Or you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook and see the antics we, we have at the shop. So uh, you're, you're more than welcome for anybody to check it out. I will, And if you're a pastor in any church anywhere in the United States, I, I will probably make you a sword for free and tell you God bless you. That's awesome. Um, which we're actually currently in the process of making a sword for Gateway Seminary. They okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If we would make them a sword that they could put in their office. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna try to produce that here pretty okay. soon. <laughs> All right. So there is your challenge to the other five seminaries that you need. Um, you need uh, smiling foam works swords tailored to your and, and we'll, we'll put the we'll put uh, your website in the show notes as well so that folks can can uh, reach out um, anything else that, that our folks need to know about about amped guard about larping um, for well, honestly from from a church and Christian perspective especially from a Baptist perspective um, we are very protective of our doctrines and who we are and, and what we're willing to stand up for and this is an area that you can you can do that but you also have to be mindful that a lot of people that are playing these games aren't coming out expecting someone to tell them about Jesus. Mm. Uh, they find it kind of an escape from every other aspect of the world. A lot of them come in and um, have had things happen to them in their lives, uh, everything else. So if you're a pastor, then you, you understand this concept because that's what you know the church body's made up of is we're made up of a lot of hurting people. And if you go in with that mindset knowing that a lot of people I'm going to talk to are probably hurt and they may have even been hurt by a church community no. that they were at a and a part of at some point in time and you're open and you're honest and you're willing to love them where they are and, and willing to stand for who Jesus Christ is, you'll probably immediately earn their respect because you're, you're willing to love them no matter what. Mm. And so when I walk into those situations, what I tell a lot of my friends that are not believers is simply, you know, I, I love you and I know I've told you about Jesus and you don't want to believe, but if, they, if, if I'm right and I believe I am, then right here on earth is the only time I have with you. I no. will never see you in eternity. And so at that point, I have to make my life count with you now because it can't count later. Yeah. And and at that point, people go, you're you're one of the greatest guys I know. So. <laughs> Sounds like a mission field, right? It which is, which is, is most of the time what, what pastors are looking for, right? So, if you're, man, if you're interested in, in, in maybe tapping into a culture that is most likely unreached in your uh, in your area, in your neighborhood, um, look up AmpedGuard. And like, like we said, you may very well be surprised yeah. as to what you find. So, well, it is time uh, for us to hop off the train. Uh, Dusty, thank you so much for, for being here today, for telling us, uh, sharing your testimony and, and telling us about uh, unique ministry opportunities that a lot of pastors have. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, um, 
as always, uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on uh, Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast, on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast, of course, on our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. If you have not already, please help us uh, fund our kids' college funds by buying our book, Replanting Rural Churches, on Amazon. Um, as I said, we want to thank Dusty for being here. Noah, you've been a fantastic co-host, and I'm going to give you the privilege of saying the line that I say every week. So, Noah, send us out today. As my dad always says, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Well done. Good job, bud. I'm learning.